Welcome to another podcast from Generations Church. We trust you will be encouraged today. Now I get to introduce the, the speaker of the Sunday. This is a man of integrity, a man of prayer. If you hear this guy pray, I want him to pray over me all the time because this man is a man of faith. I'm going to invite Lauren Fallow here. Welcome, Lauren. I'm excited. It's going to be good. Oh, boy. I just want to thank uh, Generations Church. I want to thank Pastor Travis and Amy and, and uh, uh, just, just for their uh, respect for leaders in, in, this, in this church and uh, how they put their trust in the, in the leaders that they have. And I just want to say that I'm truly grateful to be able to stand here this morning and just uh, uh, do my part for this church and, and uh, uh, let you know what God has been doing in my life and uh, in our life. Um, the, uh, the topic I chose to uh, speak on today is, is uh, prayer. And uh, prayer changes things. And when I look back over my life, I... Uh, I uh, I see lots of times when prayers changed my life and prayers made a difference in my life. How many can say prayers changed your life or prayers made a difference in your life? Prayers has, has waking you up. And uh, <clears throat> the first story I have of my life is when I was about 16 years old and, and I was out on dirt bike one day and, uh, and the dirt bike flipped over and came back on me. and the foot peg had punctured my leg right here. And so instead of getting it looked at right away, I kind of walked it off for the first couple of weeks and being the tough guy. And so anyway, it, it, it got infected. It got infected to the point where I couldn't walk on it and <clears throat> I, couldn't, I couldn't do anything actually. And so my mom says, you're going to the doctor. I says, you know, like, and my mom, uh, my mom was a prayer warrior, and so, so that was okay. We went to the doctor, and uh, the, the, the infection had eaten into just about to the bone in my leg, and the doctors were saying, well, it looks like we're going to have to open it up surgically and clean it out, and my mom, being a prayer warrior, says, I'm going to come against that. I'm going to, and... I spent seven days in the hospital because of this. And you know, in the end, they didn't have to clean it up surgically. And you know what? I could see, every, every day I would look at this wound, and I would go, man, I couldn't believe the difference and how quick it healed up and how quick that wound closed up. And I just want to thank God that uh, for a praying mom, a mom who, who uh, spent time on our knees and, and uh, prayed for us. And I wasn't even a Christian at the time. And so God kind of kind of woke me up, and, and if you know my mom, my mom was a kind of prayer warrior that, that uh, Lord, just shake them up no matter what it takes, just get them, get them, uh, get them serving you no matter what it takes, right? And uh, so this next story about my life is, is uh, uh, so this, this happened about three or four weeks just before we were getting married, and so we were coming from a ball hockey game from a, from a, uh, the neighboring town, and there was three of us in a little Chevy S15 pickup, and this thing was brand new. I don't know if you guys can go back that far, but this thing was like brand new. 
was only, wasn't even a week old. And so we were, we were coming and we were drag racing with some other guys that were going back to hometown. And so the vehicle had hit the shoulder of the road and this vehicle decided to flip end over end. The police said it happened about seven or eight times, end over end. And I was sitting in the middle. I was, I was in the center seat, no seat belt, no nothing like that. And I got thrown out of this vehicle and the people behind us who were watching all this go down said it was, it was the same thing as someone that threw a dirt. And that's how fast I come out of this vehicle. And where I landed was my head landed on a bunch of trees, all her bed, whatever, but my butt landed on nothing but rock, solid rock. And you know, you, t you think, you know, sometimes we pray, just be careful what we pray for. Because my mom, she, she probably wasn't open that was gonna to happen to me, but it was, I was two weeks, two to three weeks, I could not sit down. And, and there was no way, I was, I was with a pillow all the time. I had to carry a pillow wherever I went to sit. And I, I really got a beaten that day. And the, the thing about it is, you know, like as the vehicle was starting to lose control, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know, like I knew all about the Lord. I, know, I knew, you know, like who he was and I would have called on him. But you know what? I never had time. I just never had time, you know. And I just want to thank God this morning that he spared my life, you know. I, like I would not be here today if, if God didn't, or if my mom wasn't praying and God didn't say, hey, I'm not done with you yet. And, and there's a lot of us here this morning like that. God's not done with you yet. So it was just shortly after that, me and Peggy, we got, we got married, and uh, we gave our hearts to the Lord, and uh, God just changed our life. We spent uh, several years with, uh, with the youth of our town and uh, youth in the area, youth leaders and stuff like that. It was awesome. We have, we, we, we've always had a great time. It seems like we all got a story to tell, you know, when we, when we first got introduced to prayer. And for me, it, uh, it goes back to, to when I was like six, seven years old. And uh, so in the town I grew up in, our neighbors, Mr. and Mrs. Gray, I used to call them. Uh, so they had a son named David, pretty ironic. And uh, so he, he, uh, we used to go to school together. So in the mornings, I would get up, and if he wasn't walking by my place, then I would go to his place. And if I got there early enough, they were praying. So and Mrs. Gray would say, come on in and, and uh, join us for prayer. And we did. I did that several times as a young kid. And, and I think back, you know, God, you know, that's probably the first time that I really got introduced to what prayer was all about. And, uh, and I, you know, at that time, it even changed my life probably. Uh, the fact is, at the, at, the, at the end of the day or at the end of the morning or at the end of the prayer, she would always recite the Lord's Prayer. And she would get us to repeat the Lord's Prayer. And I know 
at that time, my mom wasn't a Christian, and I know like every time that she would pray, she would pray for all the neighbors in the area. And I just want to thank God for her today because she, she, made, a, she made a point to pray for those in, in, that she loved in her, in her neighborhood. And, uh, and that's what changed, I think, our neighborhood. Because after they moved away later, and then people started getting saved. My mom got saved when I was at the age of 10 and just changed our lives. So we're going we're gonna to read the Lord's Prayer. So it says, Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts and we forget our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. So, like, I just wanted to bring a couple things out of this Lord's Prayer. And this is at a time when the disciples were getting desperate. They, they, they knew Jesus wasn't going to be around anymore, and he, he was always their provider and everything else. And so they were asking him, Lord, teach us how to pray. So this is the prayer that, that Jesus actually taught his disciples. So, I just want to break it down. There's two or three little items in here I just want to focus on and, and, uh, and just get into this a little bit. So, so our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Let's, let's see who the Father is. Let's bring up First Chronicles 29 and 11. So First Chronicles, Chronicles 29 and 11, it says, Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, and the glory, the victory, and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord. You are exalted as Ed Overhaul. That's who the Father is. He's all-powerful. He's victory. He's majesty. And he's exalted above all, no matter what. Hallowed be thy name. It means to be holy, made holy, greatly reverent and honored. And when I think about reverent, I think about the time when we used to go for prayer at, at uh, Mrs. Gray's and she would always have this rolled up newspaper because if one of us young kids get out of bed, she'd just give us a whack and that was okay. That was all right. <clears throat> Sometimes we watch a hockey game, you know, and, and we, we uh, watch a great player score this big goal and, and all of a sudden there's like, you know, everybody in the crowd jumps up and roars and everything else. That's the kind of Halloween. That's the kind of reverence. That's the kind of uh, honor that our God deserves, our Father deserves. Thy kingdom come to earth as it is in heaven. This speaks of divine loyalty of the highest kind. Proverbs 20, 28. Loyalty and truth watch over the king, and he upholds his throne by loyalty. A king without a kingdom is not a king. His, king will not His kingdom will not stand or will not come unless we are loyal. Can we say that thy kingdom come and not be loyal? Just thank God there are loyal people and his kingdom is going to come. Give us this day our daily bread. I don't think there's anyone here that gets up in the morning and prays for their daily bread when they go to their cupboard and their cupboards are just full of food.
This does not say that we need food for today. It's saying that we are totally aware of our dependence on the Father. Dependence is a state of relying on and being controlled by someone. Is he controlling our lives? Is he controlling your life? When we pray, we have to realize that God is in control and we are not dependent on him. And we are dependent on him, sorry. For thine is the kingdom, power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. You have the, you have the assurance that whatever we ask in the Father's name, in the name of Jesus, the mediator between us and God will be granted to us. That's the assurance we have. So if we worship the Father, all of his name, be loyal to him and totally dependent on him, we can have the assurance he will answer our prayers. There's one thing we've got to be careful of. When we pray, God will always answer. God is either going to answer yes, no, or wait. How many of us are in the waiting stage right now? How many of us are in the waiting stage right now? I know we are. I know we are. Can we have that picture? This is, uh, this is my granddaughter. Neve is uh, 17 years old right now. She's our first granddaughter, first child, first grandchild. <clears throat> so when she was six months to a year old, we noticed a change. We noticed that she wasn't progressing like she should as a normal kid or a normal child. A little while after that, she started developing seizures. And then the seizures started to progress to get worse and worse. And I don't know if you guys know any of the technical medical terms of what they call a grandma seizure, but these are the worst seizures that a, a kid can ever have. Nevaeh is totally dependent on those who love her and care for her every day. We're still waiting, but we're believing that, that God is going to heal this, this girl of ours without it, beyond a shadow of a doubt. If you don't heal her here on earth, one day I'm going to see this girl talk, walk, and praise God. <clears throat> Please keep Nevaeh in your prayers. Please. So since my, uh, my dad passed away last, uh, last August, and since my dad passed away, I, I've, been, I've been a dreamer. I dream things, and, and I, I see little visions. And so just to pass a uh, little while, we were back in Newfoundland, and uh, I, um, <clears throat> I was out at the gravesite. I was fixing up some soil, planting some seed, just uh, some grass seed, just so the caretakers could have an easy job. And uh, so I'm standing there raking, and uh, I, get this, I get this vision. And the vision I got was my dad is, my dad is uh, 
speaking to God. He's, he's looking up and he's speaking to God and he goes, he goes, did Lauren talk to you today? That was the words that he said. That was what I got from it. Did, did Lauren talk to you today? And, and, uh, and then I'm, I just go and look up and I smile. I said, yes, Dad, I did. Yes, Dad, I did. I believe heaven is just as eager for the return of Jesus Christ as we are. And loved ones who have gone on before us and wanting to know who's coming. Our loved ones want to know if we're going to make it there. And if we're in prayer, if we're in relationship with the Father, that's the assurance that they have. That's the assurance that they have. If you don't have a prayer relationship with the Father, please start. It would change your life. God bless you all. Get the band to come up and join me. We're going to sing one more song as we close today. This is a good word from Lauren, hey? I'm going to tell you, when Lauren says something, you better listen up, because he's one of the guys that's most closely connected to the Lord, as far as I can tell. But many times in men's prayer, when all of us are like, oh, it's 6.30, and Lauren rallies us. It's good. There's men that are praying for you guys in the mornings every single week. And, uh, and Lauren's a, a great leader there. And a good word about prayer and uh, connection with the Father. It's so, so important for us to be in constant connection with the Lord. And you know, I, I always say that I pray all, all the time. I pray all day long. But the truth of the matter is, is that uh, it's kind of like texting with the Lord, right? But I also need to, to make the appointment to have lunch with the Lord and have breakfast with the Lord, intentionality about, okay, God, I'm going to quiet everything else in my life. And what do you have to say to me right now? Thank you for joining us in another podcast from Generations Church. If you enjoyed listening today, please subscribe to our podcast channel to get a new one each week. For additional information or to partner with us, please check out our website at www.genchurch.ca.